Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Stand by for an urgent bulletin. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. I don't get it. I, I'm, I'm flustered. It's like we're talking... It's like we're talking two different languages. My God. Now I'll explain it so even you can understand it. Jeff Lutz. Are you okay? You might need to go with Duda to the doctor later. In an insane society, the same man must appear insane. In Jason Duda. For today, anyway. True, I gotta give him a point there. Although it was wrong, he's doing all right. I'll let him leak leak out for a little while. Me so silly. Oh, so. 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Strap yourself in and feel the cheese. We are back. Hour number two, the Bob and Jeff Show. Jason Duda joining us today, the three-man booth. Next Thursday, we'll make our first picks of the football season, and that will go into February and the Super Bowl. We'll, we pick forever and ever. We do, and that's why I usually end up winning it at the end. Except last year when I won. I don't recall you ever winning it. Oh, Robert. <laughs> Just stop. Well, I seriously don't. Oh, well, uh, do we write that stuff down? Because uh, I don't recall. Maybe you. we need to get like a little trophy, and that way we'll know who won it. But then did we do we actually know who wins it? I won it last year. Max oh. kept. I don't remember you winning it you last year. You were gone for six months. I during... made picks. Did you? Yes. Did you? Absolutely, I did. Okay, well, you weren't uh, on top of And things. I was gone for two months. Yeah, me and Duda held it down and kind of kept the show alive. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's well, that's what <laughs> like, happens when you to do. host the show when the main attraction is gone. Uh, you try to c- keep the show alive. And we did. Now, when I came back, I'm going to be honest with you, it was it barely died. breathing. Yeah, but we had a pulse, right, Jeff? We did. As long as you got a pulse, you're Another still week, it would have been a goner. We did some innovative stuff. We'll never know. We'll never know. <laughs> I mean, the Sim Jim 2000 <laughs> is coming back. What, what an embarrassment time. that was. Oh, you didn't like the Sim Jim? Oh, we well, what did it work? About 60% it? of the time? <laughs> it wasn't a real thing. <laughs> but, yeah, it did. <laughs> It hey, is if real. We were, if we were playing, we're batting six hundred. That's pretty that's good. That's pretty good. Six hundred, absolutely. Take that all yeah, day. We will take sixty percent. Well, imagine gambling at sixty percent. Yeah, I'll just say I'll this: if it. I were to leave the show again for two months, I don't think Tony do would. It. I don't think Tony Deucing would have anything to do with that. 
Do the it. Sim Jim? Oh, yeah. No, he, with you two. Uh, Tony used to walk by, and as soon as the Sim Jim sound would come on, he'd be, like, standing at the door, like, yeah. Really? I love that. <laughs> oh, really? Sure. You got He's a lot like, of positive I know for feedback. Sure. We knew. Thumbs up. Oh, yeah. It was, it our was program director. Guaranteed. He loved it. I go to Max coffee. loved it. I grab a coffee after work in the morning at the QT, and I'd always so run what? into somebody and be like, hey, that's Sim Jim. It that's sounds like what you're saying, Duda, is that yeah. there it is. Is that the Sim Jim yeah. sound? It sounds like what you're saying, dude, is that the show was better with you and Jeff running it. I'm just speaking. You, If you want to read into things or see things like they are, Bob, that's totally up to you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, a lot of there can be a lot of different opinions out there. Certainly you saying it was better when we were doing it, that's a one opinion. 869-1240, the IHOP hotline. We're going to preview Oklahoma State football shortly. Uh, Shohei Otani who needs, we think, needs surgery, uh, his second Tommy John surgery, should get it now, but says he's going to continue to DH for the Angels, who are going nowhere. Yeah, why? I don't get it. Somebody needs to get Shohei and tell him, uh, listen, you get the surgery now, uh, you're going to be able to hit the ground running as a DH for your new team next season. If you wait until after the season, you may not be uh, available to play for your new team until June or July of next year. I do not understand this thinking. Uh, the Angels have, in my view, abused him. I'd, I'd tell them to stick it where the sun don't shine. How have they abused him? By using him too much. He pitches once a week. Yeah, he shouldn't be pitching at all. Uh, he shouldn't have pitched the other day. Uh, he, he'd been complaining about uh, some soreness. Fatigue. Uh, well, that, that's that's soreness. No, it's not. What What's fatigue? I don't when you think... have fatigue as a pitcher, what do you feel? Fatigue. Like, I don't have anything. It doesn't hurt. That, it doesn't hurt. Yeah, I had some days where I couldn't even, like, lift my legs going to first base, but it didn't hurt. They were just tired. And I, you know what I'm saying? You, you get it. You're a, no, no it, he doesn't get it. Hurts. It didn't it hurt. Hurts. It didn't hurt. Trying to run and their legs are heavy and trying to get that down doesn't there. hurt. It yeah, just it, sucks. It hurts. it hurts. It didn't hurt me, but I hated it. They shouldn't have pitched Shohei Otani, and uh, he shouldn't DH for the Angels the rest of this year. He should never again set foot in the Big A. How do you like those apples? That's that thing's over. He shouldn't give them any hope that they can re-sign Why? him because he's done with them. They don't win. Uh, he wants to go somewhere and win. It's very important to go somewhere. Well, why is he still playing? I don't know. He I, must I'd have, have some to loyalty you. to that organization. He's, he's got integrity, yes, but I don't. They're not integrity's not always warranted. Uh, in this case, he should go get the surgery, start the rehab, and start to count the dollars and and the uh, talk to his a, his agent about just what kind of a contract they're expecting. Forget the Angels; they're done. Right, right, Duda. Uh, well, was he didn't that set question? you up for that one, did he? Well, the, but the sad thing is, I agree. I mean, he he should he's got to go. How long Get did it take there. Bryce Harper to come back from Tommy John? Just a few months or something like that. Well, he wasn't. He's playing first base. He's not playing the outfield. Neither uh, will Shohei. And and Bryce came back as a DH. But this is at first. His second, and he's a pitcher. Bryce Harper wasn't a pitcher. 
Okay, but this is a little more potentially complicated situation with Shohei Otani well, we than it was much, for Bryce Harper. Well, we can pretty much say Shohei's not going to pitch next year. Right, but to come back as a DH, uh, he needs to he needs to be ready on opening day to step in the batter's box for the Los Angeles Dodgers, who Dodgers. I view as a front runner to sign him. Bryce Harper got Tommy John and was back as. Uh, DH 160 days later. And you're saying that Shohei's going to... I'm not saying. I, I'm I saying would if guarantee it. I wouldn't wait until October to get this surgery. Well, if you can do it in plus, three months, you're ready plus, for spring Shohei's training. Shohei's a, a free agent. Bryce Harper wasn't. He was under contract to the field. Even more reason not to rush back, right? If you're no, right. you rush back because you don't want to sit out for your new team. New you team? Want, He's been there eight years. No, I'm... For his new team and free agency, you dumb bastard. You're talking you know about what, Bryce Dia? Harper. What are you even saying? I'm going to reach out to Duda's wife one more time about <laughs> you, this trip well, out the I was talking about ball. Bryce Harper coming back, and you said, well, he rushed back because he's a new team. Here's what I'm going to say to my very good friend, Dia. Table for six. <laughs> Great. Because <laughs> I'm not going to go out there uh, with somebody who wants Shohei Otani to rush back. I didn't say he's rushing back. I'm saying it's possible to do. And if Bryce Harper's rushing back when he's already guaranteed the money, then he must have been healthy. And if Shohei can get healthy in his four first or five Tommy months. Tommy John surgery, he's not a pitcher, and well, he's only neither, played first base. Neither. Bryce Harper. Uh, neither for this argument is Shohei a pitcher. Shohei can't play first base. He's only a D8. Right. So perfect. And he needs to be ready to roll for his new team on opening day. There is no sense, in my opinion, for him to continue to suit up and DH for the Los Angeles Angels, who have betrayed him. We don't even know who that. Have, who have not utilized him. This who is have, he knows he's wrong. He keeps talking, trying to just bury him. Who have scoffed at him. He needs to move on from the Angels ASAP. Jason Duty, your thoughts? Well, I don't think they've abused him. But when you're pitching and hitting, and as much as he did before he got to the Angels, he's probably breaking down a little bit. So that was just, that was coming. But I agree with the fact that he shouldn't be playing right now. Go get yourself healthy, because he's going to sign one of the biggest contracts that we've seen in a while. What's one month? Well, there's one month for a new team, maybe a lot. May, that might be getting. Just at the start of the season or a month or six weeks into the season. Okay, but what's one so month why? when you're signing the guy for nine years? If you're paying a guy $400 yeah. million, I want him to play. I want him to be there on weeks. opening day. This is the biggest free agent signing ever. We've announced that we're signing Shohei Otani. Oh, by the way, he'll play on June 1. Uh, that My fan base doesn't want to hear that. Oh, please. We want to we go to the ballpark. He'll on play on June April 1. 1. And see Shohei Otani in our team's uniform. He'll play June 1, day. 2024. He'll play the entire 2025, 26, I'd like him to play April 1 and, and play the same 30, thing. 31. There's no reason for him not to play on opening day next year. There might be. You'll get the surgery now, and we'll see you in L.A. in a Dodger uniform on opening He'll, day. He's going to play for the Mariners. He's not going to play for the Mariners. Probably going to play for the Rockies because you imagine how many bombs he's going to hit out of there. Maybe he, we, maybe he will. 
I don't understand. He's joking. You're you're dead serious. I don't you understand. Know, yeah, I think you're right. I think the Rockies have a chance. I don't understand. Harper did it. And you say, well, he's not a pitcher. Well, neither is Shohei well, next he was year. Six, he's he was, not a pitcher. He was six months, right? 160 days, six no, months, that's, six plus. Sure. That's what? You said three earlier, but your math was off. Well, 60 days in a month. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you couldn't you couldn't put forward. I don't know how many days. A more illogical argument. Three. You months, don't know how many days are in a month. Three months, but then another three because you got to rehab. You get it. <laughs> and it started when you said that when you feel fatigue, you don't feel pain. I didn't. You don't know. You felt every everything about you felt pain. No, it didn't. So you couldn't run, but everything you felt just fine. No, it it did not hurt though. It felt like crap, but it didn't hurt. I, there was no pain. I didn't need to come out of the lineup because I was injured. Well, what would you call that feeling? What what? How it, would you define it? It felt like it? my legs were four hundred pounds each, and I could barely that run. Seemed down. like that'd be yeah. painful. It wasn't. It was just uncomfortable, which is a kind of painful when it's uncomfortable. Why can't you just trust the way, the way I, I felt? You're like, no, you felt this. Well, you're asking me. I mean, well, yeah, you are asking him. We not had, anymore. I, I had lots of those days. I withdraw my question. And you, did you go to the trainer and say, my legs feel a little uncomfortable, but there's no pain. I just can't play. Yeah, I don't think. I didn't ever would, not play. That would not have went over well. Yeah. Really? Well, so, hey, my legs are feeling heavy today, Doc. Can we they massage? Felt heavy. My legs felt heavy most nights. Well, we could tell. Whoa, oh, now we're getting personal. Oh, yeah, there you go, Jeff. Oh, yeah, that's how you. Oh, yeah, I'm going to New York. Let's he's, start with Duda. He's got a jersey hanging from a, an arena. <laughs> well, so does everyone else. So now you're downplaying that. <laughs> well, he set me up so perfectly. I had, I to, take he had to take the shot. I give him that. Well, I just, I, 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 feel, I feel bad for Shohei. I feel bad for him, and I think well, he's... Well, I feel bad for him? He can make his own decisions. Nah, I, I hear you. So you can't... Well, I like the guy. Can I just like There's the guy? There's no way the Angels are pressuring him to play. Yeah, like... That, you know what the Angels ought to say? Hey, Shohei, we get it. Uh, we're not going anywhere. We miscalculated at the, at the trade deadline. We screwed this thing up. It's up to us to figure out how to, how to dig out from it. Uh, we don't expect you, and, and in fact... We implore you. I don't think they miscalculated. I think it just didn't work out. No, they miscalculated. They were playing well going into the trade deadline and weren't that far out and got some pieces that should have They miscalculated. They could have gotten a haul for Shohei, Uh, even for a rental. He would have brought them. But you have to, if you think you're going to lose him, you have to try to get to the postseason once with him. You have to. No. I, I disagree. If you get to the postseason, the that's most, way more valuable. It's one of the most poorly run franchises in professional sports. If you get to the postseason with Shohei, that's way more You've valuable had, than getting the number two, five, eight, eleven, and fourteen prospects from the Giants. Not for the long term uh, health of your organization. Uh, they should have done that, right? Well, I. Geez. That's kind of the same thing as talking to, I mean, no. I don't know. You wouldn't have traded Shohei at the break, at the trade deadline. You would have kept the backlash him and, been, got, a, and been in this been situation. But I don't think, everybody knowing he's going into free agency, though, who's going to give up that much, especially if he's injured? Well, 
what if you're what if you are the Dodgers? And or what if you are the Mariners? And you you say I want I want Shohei to come here. Now I'm in pain right now because I'm having a cramp. That's so what we're going to do is take a break. <laughs> Are you and come okay? back? Back in a minute. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. All right, we are back. This is the cars all mixed up, ups and downs. One of those words is in every tune you've heard this week on the show. We are uh, going to talk some Oklahoma State football right now. How about that? We're still trying to get him. How about that? Uh, we'll try to get Scott right, and when we do, we're going to talk Oklahoma State football with him. How's the cramp? Everything sort itself out over the You don't break? care, and uh, that's obvious. What if I do care? Wouldn't that shock you? Wouldn't that just stun you? It if would I, stun If me. I cared. Who cares more about the cramp I just had, you or Jason Dude? Well, Jason's not even paying attention to the conversation. Well, you guys, this is going to go on, so have at it, and then I'll jump in when needed. <laughs> just the way it rolls. I care a, a little. 
Do you you I think he cares a hair. I think there's some concern. I would agree. Well, when you I would start say, grimacing, there's I mean, who knows what you're feeling, but then you said well, it was a cramp and you, I as I told the uh, Duda when you went upstairs in the years I've done radio, I don't recall ever having to bail out because of a cramp. That's I could that that may be the first ever on a radio show, to tell you the honest truth. I've never heard it. Because to get a cramp and have to go to commercial break, that's, I don't that, know if I've that ever heard that. That shows a, well, we'll get back to Not that. Not any kind of mental toughness. But Scott Wright joins us from the Daily Oklahoman. We're going to preview Oklahoma State football. Hello, Scott. Hey, listen, I've been having some finger cramps. If I drop my phone, that's that's all it is, okay? <laughs> Oh, you're jumping on this this wagon, in. huh? You fit in really well here. You'll, yep. You'll stay as long as you want. Uh, okay, on that note, let's let's get into Oklahoma State because I think you've been on before when my son Jeff has said, do something, Oklahoma State. Uh, my retaliation to that is that uh, they haven't had a losing season uh, since Mike Gundy's debut in 2005. So Correct. Where where is that? Where where are we with Oklahoma State football? Are there more people who think like my son that hey, let's it's time to win something meaningful or are there more people who think maybe like me that the consistency in a positive way for this program is highly commendable? Man, that's that is tough to dissect because there are a lot of people that feel both ways. So uh, there's people on both sides of that of that aisle. So um, because you look at, at Mike Gunny's numbers uh, from season to season, you look at his success rate against top 25 teams, um, you can look at a lot of information that really makes you respect the consistency of the program that Mike Gundy has built. And then you can look at some things like his, uh, his two wins in 18 years against Oklahoma or uh, you know the fact that they – you know, haven't uh, they've won one Big Twelve title in the entire time that he's been the head coach there? Um, you know, they they were just on the outside of what, uh, what was at the time the BCS championship game uh, back in, uh, in 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 2011. So, um, you know, they've had their uh, they've had their moments, but and and they've and they've had their consistency. But but you're right, there is uh, there is. Some respect for the consistency, but also some questions about, you know, is this is this all that is there? Is there something more that you guys can accomplish in Stillwater? So, what do you make of of the quarterback situation at Oklahoma State? The the, the carousel in the off season with the transfer portal was was pretty crazy. One guy left, the guy who left the other place replaced him at that place. It was just it was fun, but it was it was also you know, quite the trip. So Oklahoma State ends up with uh, Bowman from Michigan, Alan Bowman. Spencer Sanders goes to Mississippi uh, State. Do you feel like that's an upgrade? Mm, that's hard to say. Um, I would say I would say from a, a talent and experience standpoint, it is not upgrade. Spencer Sanders won 30 games as the, head, as the quarterback at Oklahoma State. He was a really talented player and still is, even though it's not looking great for him at Ole Miss. It looks like he might be, um, you know, might be second or even yeah, third. Yeah, sorry, Miss, Mississippi. Yeah, so, um, you know, it's, 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 it's tough to kind of analyze because it's a, uh, you know, things had gotten a little bit rocky for him 
and particularly offensive coordinator Casey Dunn toward the end of last season when things went so poorly and he was he was trying to play through shoulder pain and all of these things. So, um, you know, it felt like something that needed to happen. So to say, to, to, but, to, but to try to say that Alan Bowman is, is an upgrade is really tough. He was really good in three years at Texas Tech. Hasn't uh, hasn't really done anything of significance. He's been the third string guy at Michigan the last two years. So it's hard to know exactly what you're going to get. And and now they've got a a quarterback competition with Garrett Rangel, who started three games last year uh, after Sanders got hurt, and uh, as a true freshman and and has really come on strong now in his redshirt freshman season. But it's it's just hard to know. Mike Gundy said yesterday he's going to play multiple ba- quarterbacks in the uh, in the opener, and we'll see how that goes. He's never really done that before, um, by choice anyway. And and so it's a uh, it's a tough time to really get a good read on what the quarterback situation is at, at Oklahoma State. They 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 feel like they've got good guys, but um, just there's a lot of unknown. Well, and and obviously with the portal, the guys are jumping and going here and leaving and coming and going, and half the time you don't know who's gonna, who you got on what side. So when it comes to Oklahoma State with the guys they lost and guys coming in and the portal, how does the offense look? How does the defense look? Has it been upgraded? Is it kind of staying the same? Where are we at? Uh, yeah, you know they had they had a lot go out in the portal, but they really replaced them well. Um, you know, it's it, it'll be one of those things where you don't know exactly what you've got until you get on the field because they are bringing some guys that have been at group of five schools, um, you know, haven't played power five football at this point in their careers, but have been really successful and really productive where they've been. They fit well with uh, with the schemes that, that Oklahoma State runs. So we'll have to see what what they can do. Um, you know, like with Bowen, he's going to have to to shake the rust off and, and get back to that guy that he was in. 18, 19, and, and 20 at Texas Tech when he was going out and throwing for almost 400 yards a game. So um, they've got a lot of pieces that they've uh, that they brought in. They've got Dejon Stribling, uh, who was the leading receiver at Washington State a year ago. So they're really excited about what he could be on, on the outside for them there. Um, they've got uh, Elijah Collins was a, a, a rotational running back at Michigan State. He's been the feature back up there earlier in his career. A big physical guy who understands power football and, and some of the things that they're trying to do with the run game this year. So um, they've got some interesting pieces. The defense is, is really fascinating because they're going to have a lot of new faces, plus a new scheme and a new defensive coordinator. Brian Nardo comes in, brings in the three three five that that Iowa State in particular has run incredibly well. That's where that's where Nardo got the uh, the initial um, kind of inspiration for it, and he's put his own fingerprints on it in the last few years since he's been running it, but. Um, but you know he's a guy coming up from the Division II level. He was at Gannon University in Erie, Pennsylvania, at this time a year ago. So um, you know, but uh, but guys like Justin Wright and Anthony Goodlow, who are who are both at Tulsa, they've run this defense before, uh, but not against Big Twelve teams on a, on a regular basis. Or Justin Kirkland comes in from Utah Tech, and he's six four, three forty six, and and looks the part of a nose guard. Uh, but he's going to have a more physical guy on the opposite side of him now. So a lot of questions. Uh, but a, a lot of reason for excitement uh, at, at Oklahoma State right now. We're talking with Scott Wright, uh, talking about Oklahoma State football. He's from the Daily Oklahoman. So, Scott, as, as we've been doing these previews, and we've done eight of them this week with six more to go next week, we're buried in it. Uh, it's like we're talking to uh, beat writers covering a bunch of teams who are probably in the 40s and 50s nationally in terms of uh, rank. 
So my question to you is, we've got Texas and Oklahoma leaving the conference. Who is best positioned to become the, the dominant Big 12 football program uh, after this year? That is a fantastic question, and I probably don't have a, a great answer for you because I just don't know who can I, – I, I just – I see so many good teams in this league. I don't see one being able to – to rise to the top and 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 stamp themselves as as the dominant force in this league, I think it's going to be at least for a while a league that sees a lot of turnover at the top. You know, I remember after the uh, the the 2021 Big 12 championship game when when Baylor and OSU uh, faced off and had that fantastic game down in Arlington where uh, Baylor makes a fourth down stop inches short of the goal line on a, or a potential game winning touchdown. Uh, you know, I was proclaiming that that, that Baylor and OSU were gonna were gonna dominate this new conference because we had just learned a few months earlier that o, OU and Texas were leaving, and I was talking about how how OSU Baylor was gonna be the next uh, the next great rivalry, and they were gonna be the uh, the the kingpins of the Big Twelve, and we were gonna see this this matchup over and over again, and and a year later it's TCU and Kansas State in that game, OSU and Baylor are nowhere to be found, and you know they're down in the middle of the pack, so. Um, I just think, I think it's going to be that way. And, you know, I mean, Kansas state is always, uh, has always been, uh, you know, a, a, a very consistent program. Oklahoma state for the most part has been really consistent. So I, I like, I, I like where programs like that stack up. You know, I think the newcomers are going to have a little bit tougher time. Um, you know, I see, I see what, uh, what Kansas is doing and, and I can see reason for excitement there. And, um, you know the, the the Texas schools. I think Texas Tech has a uh, a really good leader in Joey McGuire. I think he's a a great guy to be leading your college football program. So, and and I still think Baylor has 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 all the pieces to be really good again and, and bounce back. So I just I, I'd 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 throw Utah into that mix next year because of yeah, their history yeah. and their head coach. So yeah, absolutely another one that's that's got uh, you know a, a lot of really respected. Uh, consistency on on their program out of out of all the newcomers they have the the best chance to jump right in and, and have success right away I'm just curious you know I would say and you can disagree with this premise if you want that a lot of Oklahoma states or some of it at least uh, their identity as a football program is sharing the state with Oklahoma and Bedlam and and that rivalry and there are obviously a lot of negatives that come along with Oklahoma leaving and that not uh, uh, continuing but is there a positive leaf that that Oklahoma State turns over uh, not having to kind of share that stage and maybe not even being as compared as much to Oklahoma anymore is could that be a positive for the program yes I think it absolutely can I I think that they can establish themselves kind of kind of give themselves some autonomy within the Big 12 of, of not being under uh, that that shadow of of this blue blood program that's uh, that's that's right down the road from them, and obviously there's always going to be the the fan rivalry and and the trash talk and all of those things. Even though there's not going to be a, a game for the foreseeable future after this year, but it's uh, it's definitely something that will I think um, you know let let Oklahoma State be a little bit more in its own spotlight. And, and not be tied to Oklahoma as much. And, um, you know, I think that they've, they've done some of that by, by just with, uh, with, you know, with 
Mike Gundy and, you know, some of the high-flying offenses that they had at, at different times. And, um, you know, they were, uh, they were up there with, uh, with getting creative with, with uniform combinations to catch national attention and all those sorts of things that, uh, that don't necessarily do anything for you on the field but, but help your national branding. They've done a little bit of that kind of stuff, and I think they'll be able to do more of that as, uh, as one of the, you know, one of the, uh, the long-term faces of the Big 12. Well, congratulations for uh, hanging on to your phone during that entire segment. I made it through made it without any lower leg pain, so good good times. That's <laughs> a win-win for both of us, right? Well done. Scott, thank you. Really appreciate your time. Absolutely. Anytime, guys. Scott Wright from the Daily Oklahoman as we continue our Big 12 football previews with Oklahoma State. Jay Miller joins us, president of the Wichita Wind Surge, for our five questions segment. Jay, hello. How are you guys doing? We're hanging in there. We're having a robust time here with my son, Jeff, our friend, Jason Duda. Uh, We always have a good time when Duda enters the fray. I love it. I love it. I'll answer the first question without being asked. Without being asked. Go for it. Go for it. We will have Sprite in the press box for the next home Oh, my man, my man. (laughs) <laughs> Good gracious! Are a, you kidding? That was a request. That then, is just oh my oh, god! Bring your own sprite. Why would I? Why, <laughs> why make them change everything? So do you have a sprite? I bring a lot of value to the organization. I get to call some shots every now and well, then. Well, spend a, spend a buck fifty and get yourself a sprite next time you walk in. <laughs> All right, let's let's hear the music, Max, and we'll get going officially with five questions. Okay. There you go, Jay Miller, our guest. So Jay. Uh, you said when you came back to Wichita as the president of the wind surge uh, that uh, attendance was going to spike. Uh, how, if you have to look back on it, and it has, if you look back on it, what was the biggest thing that had to be done to make that happen? Well, the biggest thing that had to be done, in my opinion, was we needed to um, be more um price effective with our concessions and and with our tickets and those were the first two things I did and I knew that if I did those things you know having been in the area for for two years and knowing the area and knowing the people they were going to respond and those were the two most important factors is is being much more affordable for families with concessions and then keeping their tickets where where everybody can afford them. What do you think of uh, Wichita as a, as a baseball town now that you've uh, been able to be at the ballpark when, when games are going on? Uh, I've, I've been impressed no matter the size of the crowd. Every, everyone's usually into the game. Uh, you know, they're vocal, uh, and, that, and that makes for a really good atmosphere. So what have you thought about everything like that? Well, and it's so it, it You know, especially the last couple of homestands, uh, this Wichita has reminded me of the early days of Round Rock, and and if you guys know me, that's the biggest compliment I could possibly give Wichita because Round Rock, we were we were having eight nine thousand people there every single night, and when it got to the ninth inning with two outs, people would get on their feet. And did you see that happen? The last home stand, it was like the first time I'd seen it, and it was it it, it just shows you that okay, people are, are getting into baseball here and, and they want to win. And and that kind of gave me goosebumps. And one of the nights, you know, we only had a couple thousand people there. 
And then when it happens with six or 7,000 people there, then it's a whole different feeling. And uh, I think Wichita is definitely a baseball town. All right. Well, these two guys ask you uh, serious questions, but this one's a little heavier than normal for you. So you're going to have to think about it. It's not going to be as easy as, as, as you think when you hear it. But okay. if you're going out to dinner tonight, your favorite place to go, and what do you order? Duda oh, only boy, talks food pretty, on this show, Jay. That's pretty good right there. Um, yeah, I got to think <laughs> come about up with that, that a minute. I know. It's I gotta, a little heavier than you'd think it would be, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you know, because I'm so used to going to places like Picasso's or Dino's or, or something like that. But, um, I've, I, you know, I like Chester's. I've been there a few times and really like that. Um I'm forgetting the name of the place over there by there, um, but there's another place I really like over there. If you said the name, I'd probably know it. Firebirds, Bonefish. That's it. That That's it. Firebirds. I love their food there, and I love the yeah, atmosphere that's a good there, place. too. Yeah. Have you ever had their smoked BLT salmon? <laughs> no, but it sounds like I'm going to. Now, my I'm, wife. I'm, I'm telling you what. I, I saw it there, Jay, and I was like, well, I got to try it. Maybe one of my favorite sandwiches I ever had. And he's had well, a bunch of sandwiches. A bunch of sandwiches. He's having one now. Well, well, my my wife could eat salmon every day of the week. So if God, you she say sounds like a wonderful salmon lady. sandwich is good there, that's where we're going next. Love it. Jay Miller, our guest for five questions, president of the Wichita Wind Surge. So we know you're a baseball guy, Jay. Uh, we know you love the game. Who's your major league team, and how how much can you follow major league baseball when you're in your position? You know, I follow it quite a bit. My favorite major league team, and I'll tell you a funny story. I was asked by the owner of the Rangers, you know, one of the years when the Cubs and the Rangers were both doing really well, what would happen if the Cubs were in the, in the series against the Rangers? I said, well, could my answer possibly get me fired? <laughs> you never know. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, I can tell you, is I, I grew up in Chicago, and the first ballpark I went to when I was five years old with my dad, and I met Ernie Banks with Wrigley Field. Did I answer the question? <laughs> and he goes, that's what I thought. Well, I may end the interview because I'm a Cardinals fan, but that's okay. We'll, we'll oh, I know, that. and, and it's so funny because every time, I, you know, the, the Cardinals are the one team in, in this league uh, here in Wichita, that makes a difference in our attendance. It's unbelievable. So, whenever the you know the Cardinal fans, they wear it. They're prideful too. They wear their stuff. And every time I see a Cardinal fan come through the gate, I go and I said to him, "You you you guys ruined my life." That's you know, so I've walked up to people and said, "You guys ruined my life." They go, "What?" <laughs> and I go, "2011." I said the Rangers. We I was with the Rangers, and we were one strike away five times. And you guys, that it, it is the greatest baseball game I've ever seen. I can't. I could six. not believe I was watching that. Yeah. Yeah. It, All it's right, the Jay. What, baseball. What's your question but, for us? Yeah, and it can be collective or individual, whatever you want it to be. Well, first of all, I. I you know, Bob, you tried to sneak by me the other day. You can't get by me. If you're at the ballpark, I'm going to find you. 
it was great to now, see we you. absolutely was, had the time of our lives in in the fidelity blank uh, bank club uh in that office for one the air conditioning was fantastic and the and it's just a uh, it's just an amazing ballpark and I, and i and we love it and i love the atmosphere there and you know people I tell people all the time, you don't have to be a baseball fan to come to a baseball park and enjoy yourself. And I think the Fidelity Club is a perfect example of that. But uh, the question I have for you guys, because uh, I'm relatively new to Wichita, obviously still, uh, but you guys know how much I love Wichita. Um, how do you feel about how how things have progressed this year you know, based on what happened those first couple of years, because I think that the fans have been great under the circumstances. And, and do you guys think it's a baseball town? I'll say this. It's a tough uh, crowd to win over. And uh, that certainly did not happen early on. COVID was much to blame for that. Uh, the, the previous uh, group that took over uh, after Mr. Schweckheimer passed away, I don't think connected with this city in a way that certainly he did and you did when you were here previously. So you inherited kind of a wary fan base, in my opinion, that uh, wanted to take a step back and make sure that uh, everything was was going to work out. I think you've made great strides. I still think, Jay, and I think you would agree, there's still room uh, to grow with this. I think uh, the best is yet to come. I, I think that's I think you're 100% spot on, and and little things that I talked about that are starting to happen, um, you know, with fans getting on their feet with two outs in the ninth, and 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 just the people that are coming out, and a lot of people have come out uh, for a special event, you know, whether it's the Bourbon Salute or 1,500 interns from um, Spirit Aero Systems, or you know. Uh, flea market or Asian festival, there's people coming out that have absolutely never been in the ballpark. And then now that we've you guys have there, a, you guys have any answer to that or it's, it's been great this year, Jay. There's a, there's a noticeable difference, uh, at least in my little area, uh, of the press area and the, and the control room. Um, yeah, there's definitely a, a huge difference and it's, it's, it's always been great, but it's even greater now. It's uh, it is sad that you made the special provision to bring Sprite. That there. that was my only problem with everything that's happened this year. That's it. Everything else is great, but you you gave in to Sprite for Jeff. So I have a little well, issue there, but we'll knock that out whenever if we ever run into each other. Well, it's, it's oh, you know goodness. now it's, it, it's can I afford it? You know, it's a six probably a six pack every game or every uh that's yeah. what I'm right? saying. Like he's gonna put you under and you you're doing it for Jeff. I just that's something you're gonna have to sleep point. on. Just don't take out of my paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, we always love talking to you. Uh congratulations on a really good year. Two more home stands left, one next week out at Riverfront Stadium. Uh thanks, Jay. I always appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you. Thanks. You All right, there you go. That's the end of it, the end of the show, the end of the week. We'll take a break this weekend. We hope you have a cool one as much as you can. We'll be back on Monday. Thanks to Jeff and Jason. See you then.
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.